Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. However, my voice is rated EM because it's easy to masturbate to. Unlike the losers you're about to hear, enjoy the show. Hey, this is Kelly from the Dolly Rocks, and you're listening to the Intellectual Saviors. Good for you. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. This is a show where we're going to use home pregnancy tests to find out who in the broadcast has testicular cancer. Tune in next week for the results. Wow, that actually is going to be a 10 because of the joke we just made before I'm the show. I'm betting that Box is going to be pregnant. No, there's no question. <laughs> He's going to have a nice butt baby. So if you're not aware, I, I told Michael earlier, but uh, if you're not aware, Box, there was a uh, report of a guy who just jokingly took his girlfriend's pregnancy test. And it came out positive. So he was kind of, you know, a little like, what the fuck? Went to the doctor. He has testicular cancer. Ouch. So they're not saying that it's foolproof, that it absolutely shows it. But they're saying that there is a chemical pop- compound that the cancer produces that can show up in urine that does Trigger test your... positive on pregnancy tests. That's a side effect from Obamacare already. That's how we have to get <laughs> prostate exams now. You have to piss on a pregnancy test. <laughs> right. Oh, before we get going, I want to throw this out since we always forget, and I throw it at the end um, for all the kids listening. Make sure to go on and like us on the Facebook and add us onto the Twitter at the Intel Saviors. And also, I want to give a shout out to um, the Dolly Runts. That was the opening song today, a song called Satellite. So, what are we doing, kids? Boggs has his uh, guitar in hand again. I know. I'm just looking at him, we watching just him stroke it. So it. Much. Are you going to introduce us again this time and not fuck it up? <laughs> Um, this is this is the intellectual saviors. No, we and know that. I'm, it's already I'm, fucking up. I'm Boggs, and then we have Michael, Benz, and Eric Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Eric's gonna talk about not having sex. I mean, having sex with a man. Once again, you're trying to put that shit on me. It's just not <laughs> working. It doesn't stick. <laughs> it doesn't stick because it's with a man. See what happens when you ask him to do something. What a fucking disaster. Oh, and Kristen didn't uh, join us this week, so I think she was. She knew better after her prediction last week. She knew I was going to slap her in the face with it. And when I say it, you can take that however you want. Yeah, our Savior uh, ascended into heaven for a week. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. She went to uh, the hilltop to preach at the masses, so she's not going to be with us this week. I mean, frankly, if you're a goddess, you've got shit to do all the time. We can't really ask her to just. Well, be apparently, here on you Saturday. got beauty sleep to be gotten. I'm not saying she needs it or anything. Good grammar. But... Good grammar. <laughs> <laughs> we we had to just do that the whole time, so we have backup music the whole time. No. You know how hard it would be to play for a fucking hour? Okay, so um, <laughs> this show's kind of going to be a fuck-off show. Oh, we, uh, got, we got lots of good stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do have some good stuff. We're going to go over the election results, uh, some of the stuff that we saw that the American people voted for that I believe are positive things for the 
country. Definitely. It's about damn time. Eric's got some fun stories for us. And then uh, toward the end of the show, we're going to go ahead and I was able to sit down this week and do an interview with the Dolly Rots. And we're going to go ahead and throw that up on. So you guys can wait for that. So you have to go through the rest of this and listen to our genius and see how much you love us. So you can tune back in next week. Uh, yeah. But first I wanted to go over um, on uh, election day. Mm-hmm. I uh, worked that morning oh, my. and, um, yeah, so of course that was on everybody's mind and everybody was talking about it and all that shit and I already wanted to shoot myself in the face. Imagine that. Um, Wait, but, you wanted to shoot yourself in the face at a restaurant? Yes, I did. Okay. Right in the fucking face. Because mm. all these people talking about politics that don't know jack shit about what they're talking about. Of course, every single one of them was... Well, actually, there was one person that did and it was kind of funny... Uh, she asked me if I voted. I'm like, no, I don't believe in voting. She's like, okay. I'm like, well, did you vote? She's like, yeah. I'm like, who'd you vote for? And then she just kind of whispered, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. I'm like, why are you whispering? Are you afraid to like get lynched by a mob in here? <laughs> yeah, she knows. I mean, to be fair, but, it, it's such a... Go ahead. Sorry. But I actually... I finally got vindication. I had two people that were willing to admit that the only reason that they were voting against Obama was because he was black. Well, oh, that was what I was going to say, actually. One of them said, well, I'm slightly racist, so I voted for Romney. The other one said, (laughs) verbatim, I voted that nigger out. Oh, lovely. See, this is exactly what I was saying. Uh, I I was looking on Facebook this week, and there are a couple of people who were arguing that, listen, just because we voted for Romney doesn't mean that this was a racially driven... Uh, thing and I was uh, like, well, for a lot of the white wow. southern people, yes, I was about it's to say, a racially like, driven like thing. The, the crowd that we're around, we're in Texas. For those of you who yeah. are like not Confederate flag waving motherfuckers, <laughs> like, it's 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 rough. I mean, it's it's seriously like even members of my own family were saying the same shit. They're like, yeah, I, I didn't vote for him because he was black, and they don't they just can't stand it. Like oh. if there was a second coming of <clears throat> Jesus and he happened to be black, I'm pretty sure a lot of them be like, nah, I'm good, I'm good here. I know that there's stories on about it, you know, on Facebook and stuff about what the the barrage of things that were being posted afterwards and stuff about it. I know even online, you know, I had a few people post yeah. some stuff. And, but I'm know. just happy that people finally fucking admitted it. It was so great. I was so happy uh, about that. Like, thank you. Thank you for finally saying. Because up until that point, I had never heard anybody say anything about him being black, and that's why they hated him. They've been admitting it just in different ways by that whole, Maybe well, in their own little not, circle. Yeah, he's not American, or, oh, we don't think he was born. It, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's yes. like dog whistles. It's like, that's just a nice way of saying, look, he's black, so we don't trust him, so... I mean, that's pretty much what it came down but to. But they were all like happy and giddy because they thought he was going to get voted out, so they felt like they could just say it. And <sighs> it's like, oh, guess what? You have to see me now, and I <sighs> get to laugh at your face. That sucks for him. <laughs> I wanted to point out, and this is why one, the, well, probably the only reason I'm upset that Kristen's not here. No, but seriously, she. Uh, that was real, folks. No, I miss her. She's a sweetheart. And that was Michael Benz. Oh, I love with his fart. <laughs> I love Kristen. No, here's the thing. So. I put out my prediction. I just have to say I was pretty goddamn close, man. I was uh, one off on the Senate. The The Dems picked up uh, 55 seats instead of 54. With the independents, they always stick with them. And they've got at least five seats back in the House so far. And I said Obama went by about 2%, 3%. So my electoral college is a little bit off, so we won't talk about that. But other than that, though, <laughs> I was pretty much fucking right on the money. So, yeah, I'm a genius. I just want to point that out. And Kristen was wrong. So very wrong. God was wrong. 
Amen. Even God has uh, her off days. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to be fair, she didn't get mauled by a bear. You would think she'd be able to take a bear. I think he might have taken a chunk out of her, like a slight, you know. Yeah, but you'd also think that Jesus would be able to, like, you know, pull himself off that cross and say, fuck you, bitches. But no, he couldn't. Well, he was mortal, though, to be fair. That's what I'm saying. She was mortal. Now she's immortal. It's weird how they do that. I don't know. <laughs> it's convenient. It is convenient. It's all the same, too. It's all it's archetypal. Has anybody else got anything happened to him during the week? Oh, man, this week... Besides from magic shit. I'm not, we're not talking about what I just did. I don't... <laughs> dude, I, I'm fried from today anyway, so... Don't Hashtag it? SCGDFW. Fuck all of you. That's, that's I guess... Response. I'll tell you something, because me and Eric were talking about this beforehand. I had a little fiasco before you got here. I thought it was pretty funny. I'll, I guess I'll go ahead and bring it up, and Eric can make fun of me. Well, actually... Oh, uh, the texting? Yeah, the texting. <laughs> actually, right before the texting. Uh, yes. You know, I got the digital recorder last week, and I was going to give it a test run. I ended up doing that interview on Wednesday, but... Um, actually on Sunday, I didn't tell you this, but I went to the NASCAR race. Wonderful. Uh, dude, let me tell you, um, my wife's kind of into it and stuff. So we went for her, but I'm just going to say right now, she is not one of these rednecks and stuff. So we're, we were the outcast of the bunch, but I was going to take the recorder and, um, basically go around and find the most rednecky white trash looking people I could find and then ask them who they're voting for. Of course they'd say Romney. And then I was going to ask them why they weren't voting for Obama to just try and get a bunch of real shitty racist comments and stuff. I thought it would be funny we play it. But like I told Eric, I kind of pussed out. Like right at the end, I'm thinking about I was like, do I really want to piss off a bunch of rednecks and then get my ass kicked? You know, I was like, eh, I think I'll I don't think you'd piss them out. off if you were just like, why won't you vote for Obama? And then they say, because he's a nigger or because I don't like Democrats Dude. and they give it all the same sort of shit or whatever. Yeah, I think it'd be good audio. You, you just don't know the crowd there and they're all fucking drunk and. You, I just, why are you asking me this? You know, I could just see it happening. I'm like, eh, I probably don't want to push it. <laughs> I think I'll just go out here and try and get through it. Here, check out our show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like I said, it's fine if we go out to the bar and start messing with people, but it's just like, it's me and my wife. So I'm like, the part eh. I would probably do that if I were on my own, if I were by myself. <sighs> Dude, I'll give you the recorder. We'll send you out next time. Boggs will come back all fucked up. He'll look worse than Kristen did after the bear got a hold of her. It'd be a goddamn. Without anyway, the anal rape engine, But though. since I didn't get it, so I fucked up. I should have done it, but I pussed yes, out. Yes, you should have. However, tonight before I came over, I got this random fucking text with like a picture and stuff. And it was just a picture of like, I don't know, someone was doing goddamn arts and crafts or something. And they sent a damn picture saying, hey, you know, we're having a good time, blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this is, right? So I send a message back. I'm like, sorry, dude, you got the wrong, you know, you're number or something whatever so i get this thing back and she's like oh i'm so sorry it, the girl said her name on it he's like hey this is sarah blah blah, blah whatever and she sent a thing back and she's like oh i'm real sorry and this and that so i'm like so i send her text and i'm like well why don't you go ahead and send me a picture of yourself and let's see what you look like you know if okay. you're single so i get this picture back and it's it's like of this fucking girl with a kid and the girl looks old i showed it at the eric i mean not she's not the most attractive girl <clears throat> but so i sent okay so i send her just uh, wait this story gets really good so yeah so i don't respond to it after that right because sure. i'm not getting what i want to get so i didn't respond then what the fuck my phone went off i'm God sorry damn it I ruining this the up. show unprofessional uh, sir this is why this show is only getting a couple hundred listeners a month so she finally sends me back a text like 15 or 20 minutes later. It's like, you know, just like, oh, well, because I didn't respond to her. 
So I sent her a thing back. I was like, uh, I don't even fucking know what I wrote. I wrote her something back just real quick. And then she sent a thing back to me saying, hey, you know, well, fucking Sarah's the girl in the picture or something, you know. And I was like, well, I go, when you put Sarah to bed, why don't you send me a more revealing photo? No way. Wow. <laughs> You're an asshole. I know. I know. Oh, just wait. It gets better. Yeah. So then I get another text back. And she sends a picture of herself, and it's more not like you know nothing like crazy or something. It's just a big more of a shot of just her. And I'm looking at, it, I'm like, God, you know, it looks a lot different than the original picture she sent. She looks much younger. So I send her a fucking text back, and I'm like, How old are you? And then I get this fucking response. It says 14. I'm like, <laughs> So I wrote her back. I was like, Good night, have a good life. You know, I said, Right. I go. You know, call this number in like four years or something. <laughs> and I'm done with this. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. It's almost pedophile city up in this motherfucker. He's, you're trying yeah. to have fun with people. And then there are any cops it. out there? He was propositioning a underage girl. <laughs> no, as soon as I found For out. More I, revealing photos. Nope. <laughs> That's what happens, man. You get a, if you get a fucked up, a number, a call. Like, I've had that before. I can't, I can't even laugh at this. <laughs> well, I, can you, I want have to you so never, bad, but I can't. But have you never got a call from somebody like as a wrong number and then you sit there and just chat with them and kind of fuck with them? Like if it's a girl or something like a, maybe in your case, a guy, but like, a, <laughs> you know, or it's a, like a girl and she sounds kind of hot and you're like, Hey, well, Hey, you know, you just wrong number, but what do you do? And you just kind of mess with them. It was the same thing only it was via text. But like, as soon as I got that fucking 14, I go, Holy shit. I go, Eric, <laughs> I go, <laughs> I go, guess, oh, how old this, guess how old his broad is? He's like, what, I don't know, like 50? I'm like, no, dude. Like, yeah, because I thought he was like surprised that she was like really old. Yeah, I'm like, take it down a fucking little bit. He's like 20-something. I go, let's go a little closer. He's like 16. I'm like, keep going. He's like, I just see his eyes. Well, I said like 50-something, <laughs> oh and you're like lower. I said like 40-something, and you're like way lower. <laughs> like, <laughs> So whoever that is, we uh, we apologize for you. Yeah, <laughs> Michael. I don't think she'll be listening to this. I don't think I have to worry about it. I don't think she's one of the very few that listens oh man this is so that's what i was doing to fucking waste time while we're waiting on your ass to get here yeah i took a long time so to you here. almost caused me to go to fucking jail so check ids at the door people check IDs. <laughs> no <laughs> shit yeah so that's michael so, come on dude well like i said as soon as i got it, i sent the response i'm like you know good night have a good life <laughs> She wrote, she just sent the one last text. She's like, ha ha, bye. And that was it. So I haven't gone back forth with her yet. So that shit needs to get deleted out of my phone as fast as I can. I think you should do that on air, like right now. So we can only have this to prove. Fuck. Dude, I'm, let's just start the show over. <laughs> no, nah, we're fine. There's no laws broken. Yeah. Do you want to get into some of the stuff for the uh, the election? Or do you have anything uh, else? I wanted to go into uh, this. No, no. No, not the election election. Some of the fun things that actually happened. Well, I wanted to get into this little uh, news article first. <sighs> Definitely. This is good. Um, so I, I found this article on uh, the Raw story. Uh, I'm pretty sure some people are familiar with that. Um, but everybody knows about those like uh, pastures that do the, the anti-gay counseling and stuff, you know, where they talk about how you're going to go to hell and all that stuff. And you need to give it up. Yeah, you're very familiar with that. Uh, so this wow. pasture from Minnesota... <laughs> Uh, Ryan J. Muehlhauser, he has uh, been accused and arrested for sexual assault during his ex-gay therapy. Uh, and some of this is just absolute golden. So the first victim told authorities that he uh, had blessed them by cupping his genitals. Nice. 
he required the victim to arouse himself for spiritual strength and then later instructed the man to get naked and masturbate in front of him, calling it spiritual guidance. I call that a party. He can call it spiritual guidance if he wants. Um, <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Um, and then the uh, second victim said that uh, he would lose everything if, or the that Muehlhauser told him that he would lose everything if uh, abuse came out to the public. Um, but yeah, that just goes to show how uh, disgusting some of these people are. And of course, uh, you know, the church is all trying to be defensive and stuff. Um, <laughs> but it's absolutely great. What? Damn it, what was that one line that I had that was on there that was fucking awesome? Shit. <laughs> I lost it. Just lay out on it until he finds it as he struggles <laughs> to find it on the thing. Uh, <laughs> but it's amazing that you know, this guy who's uh, supposed to be counseling and putting these people through uh, therapy because apparently they have a problem just being themselves. And then he himself, like, just does absolutely ridiculous stuff to them to that, get his uh, jollies off. Yeah, that's why California banned that shit, because it's ridiculous. Absolutely. Just another way for... Um, Even without the abuse, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but just without... Yeah, well, it's just another excuse for, like, priests and the uh, Christian types to get the young gay boys alone in a room, <laughs> I think, so they can... It's like, yeah, we know. We know what you guys like to do. We've, we've got enough stories about that. Fucking pass it off as therapy. Therapy, my ass. So how's your weekend, Mike? Ah, man, I told you. I went to the damn race, and that was about it. Oh, you're talking about this weekend? Shit, I haven't done a goddamn thing so far, oh, I guess man. it is Saturday. So yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of in the middle of it. I caught up on my goddamn sleep today. Ran some errands. This is my weekend. I did not do that. I was Then waited on your ass for two hours so we could do this fucking thing. Only I'd- two hours? Holy shit. So before we get even deeper into the uh, election results and all that stuff... Uh, I wanted to give a little bit of some election results. Both in Florida and Alabama, they have elected dead <laughs> candidates to hold office. Um, yeah. In uh, Florida, it's a guy who was the uh, tax uh, representative. Um, yeah, tax collector in Orlando uh, named uh, Earl K. Wood, who was 96, first off. Why the hell are you voting a 96-year-old into office? A lot of experience. Um, he had been criticized for rarely coming into office while collecting a $150,000 salary and a $90,000 pension. Just goes to show you the ineptitude of uh, politics in general. I want that job. Um, and he actually did say he was going to step down, but then when a uh, longtime political foe made plans to seek the seat, he had to come back and win it, which he did, dead. Um, and then another guy, uh, uh, Charles Beasley in Alabama, uh, won... Uh, trying to reclaim his seat on the Bibb County Commission in central Alabama. Uh, he died of an aneurysm. Uh, by the way, uh, Wood died of uh, natural causes, being 96 and all. Uh, the greatest... <laughs> so both of them won by over 50%. Um, Neither of them died from falling off a cliff? No. no. Okay. Maybe breaking a hip, though. Um, so Walter Sansing, uh, who was his uh, incumbent opponent... Uh, took the loss especially hard there in Alabama and said, it's a, touchy, it's a touchy situation. When you're running against a dead man, you're limited as to what you can say. <laughs> as I told Eric, it's really hard to run those negative ads against him. <laughs> and I came up with some really good one-liners, I thought. I mean, you could say, he's uh, 
well, so-and-so doesn't care about Medicare because he's dead. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't give a shit about life. He's definitely not pro-life. Yeah. <laughs> How can so-and-so really care about you when he's dead? <laughs> Dude, what was the article, the headline on it? It was hilarious. Oh, uh, let, me, let me pull it up. Uh, it was so goddamn stupid. Like the story. <laughs> well, the headline was dead candidates win elections in Florida. But the little like sub thing, it said, uh, you know, it's got their names and it says won their respective elections, but they will not take office. I love how they had, the, <laughs> they had to put that in the headline of the story. It's like, hey, these guys are dead. So, yeah, they're probably they not going to end up serving. <laughs> we just want to we want to throw that in just in case. So and so will not make the hard decisions. So fucking stupid. Because <laughs> he's dead. So-and-so says he's a family man, but he died and left his wife and kids to suffer without him. <laughs> yep. Dude, I would just do it out of principle just to have a laugh. I mean, granted, like, they would all vote for the dead guy, but I wouldn't give a shit. That'd just be hilarious. That's got to oh, be tough, man. man, losing to the dead guy. I know. It's like, fuck, what do I have to do? To it's like, really? I can't even be suicide. the dead guy. Like suicide. Maybe yeah. if I'm dead next election. Exactly. Suicide, bro. I'm telling you, you get Fake. the pity vote. Is that what it is? Yeah, you get the pity vote. Fake your death. He to died. Election. Oh shit. We got. Well, he said in, he was gonna vote this down, but he didn't even show up because he's dead. When we run Boggs, if he's behind the polls, we're gonna fake his death so we can <laughs> get him up in the poll numbers. You'll get the the pity vote. Get the sympathy exactly. vote. Sympathy voters. When he becomes that happens, man. When he becomes mayor of Dallas. I think the only way that you really need to do that is no matter how you feel about life or what your views are, you just say you're running for the Republican office. That's and how you do it in Texas. Do something completely different. Which is what everybody does. Anyway. If you're a politician in Texas, that's what they do. They don't. They're not Republican. Dude, actually, they don't give a shit. They I just like know. read the the platform and go, "Yeah, I'll say that." Texas might be changing a little bit. Maybe I'm sure it is. Yeah, give it a few more years. Maybe. I mean, if you look at like this past elections uh, results versus the the previous. Uh, there's there's been a lot of uh, headway in the Democratic Party. It is kind of changing. That's because all the Republicans are very old and they keep dying. Well, that and then yeah, the, there are a lot of stats about the old Republicans. The, the, the <laughs> dem- dude, the actually, I saw I saw a demographic today. Uh, it wasn't today. It was a couple of days ago, but it showed a uh, it showed a map of how people are electing. Right, it showed like all the red states, all the blue states, and then it showed a map of the Civil War territories, and they're identical. <laughs> All the territories that were Confederate are all voting Republican. I saw someone tweet on the on the fucking Twitter that Mitt Romney won um, president of the Confederate States of America. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, no shit, dude. He yep. won all the fucking South. He did. He is president of the Confederate States. What's sad is, and this is this is sad for anyone who who is into politics. Let me just say now, before we bit we bitch at him some more. If you if you think this way about Obama too, then we're we're still just gonna make fun of you. But there's so many of them that don't even like. Okay, oh oh, I gotta tell you a story that that segues into this. The point of this is none of them really know their own platform. Like none of them know the Republican platform. Let me give you an example. I had a talk with my dad. We were both drunk as shit, so you can take that as you want it. But he started talking to me about his political views for the first time in like ever, right? Like his actual view on everything. And he was like, I was like, so dad, how do you really feel about like gay rights? And he was like, man, I don't give a shit. I don't care what they do. Just let them fucking have it. Who cares? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's like not a Republican stance, dad. 
okay, well, how do you feel about abortion? And he's like, hey, it's her choice to be miserable or not. And I was like, okay, that's one way to put it, but that's not a Republican stance at all. Like, that's kind of a Democrat stance. Libertarian more, I'd say. Yeah, that's what he is. He's a very libertarian type guy. So I was like, but you realize, Dad, that they don't, uh, because my next point is like, what do you feel about drugs? And he's like, legalize all of it. He's like, in five years, you won't have a drug problem. They're either going to die out or they're going to go, oh, shit, this is dangerous, and they'll stick to pot. And who gives a shit at that point? And I was like, so you're not Republican. And he's like, what do you mean I'm not Republican? I'm like, everything you just said right there is like against what they would stand for. Everything. And he was like, eh, I guess I'm not Republican then. I'm like, do you, do you think you're going to vote for Obama then since he goes? He's like, no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because my dad is also kind of a racist. So. <laughs> I'm sure he loves you saying that on the show. There's a rub. He I can say my, I, could, I could say my dad matter. is because my dad is no longer with us. So I can say that he was a racist piece of shit. Like he always voted Democrat until the last election and he voted for goddamn McCain. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, you know, he goes off yeah. and I won't repeat everything he said, but I think you guys can get the gist of it. But I was like, God damn Jesus. it, man. It's just ridiculous. That's it, man. It, it's the most irrational thing I've ever it, seen out of somebody. Is. Even people who think very rationally, they think so irrationally on that. Most most politics are. Most people that are like into politics, they are very rational because they don't really. Well, Mike Mike they, said that they take the the little tidbits and little uh, taglines that are on you know the major news organizations, and that's what they like run with, and they pretty much build their little i idea of life around is uh, somebody else's thoughts and they don't think for themselves. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's like a lot of uh, Christians. It's like we were talking about the, you know, the racist shit that was spewed the other day after the election. I mean, on my goddamn Facebook, I had at least four or five people writing stuff like how, you know, since Obama got reelected, we're all going to lose our freedoms and our liberties. And now we're going to become socialist. I'm like, why didn't that happen the first four years he's in office? I'm like, he's like, how's that going to change? Well, all I saw of a sudden that now? 2016 movie and it told me so. Yeah. He was waiting. It was his master plan. He knew he's going to get reelected. You know, because now it's he's just got four simple. years to fuck the and system now up. A yeah. with a Republican over. with a Republican run house. It's like you guys got to stop watching Fox News, man. They're completely wrong. I don't know if you guys watched the election night. Co- well, I know you guys didn't because you guys don't give a shit. I watched the election night coverage and it's funny because I'm the good lib. So I was watching MSNBC because they're the only fucking channel I can stand to listen to. And then as soon as Obama won, just to make myself feel good, I flipped over to Fox News so I could watch <laughs> them fucking freak out. And they did, dude. They were having meltdown. They're like, there's no way he won Ohio. Uh, we're looking at the numbers. And they're just fucking, they're going ape shit, dude. They spent like the next 30 minutes debating amongst each other. And they're like team of people that they have in the back that call these races to prove that there's no way he could have won this. And they just were fucking having a freak out and a meltdown. And it, I was so happy. I can't describe the joy that I felt watching those assholes because they have such a bubble they live in and it's all based on lies and minutia. And then, you know, everybody watches that shit and they just buy into it. All these old fuckers and these real rednecks and shit. They just take everything Fox News says and it's like it's gospel. It's like you realize they've done studies on this or they've shown that people who watch Fox News are actually less informed than people that watch like the daily show yes <laughs> which is a fucking comedy show although although you know i watch a daily show and I'll, I'll be honest i think you get more news off of that than you do off the real news anyway but i mean it's just that's how ridiculous it is is it is it diane sawyer who was shit-faced also yeah there's that story about her man i saw a picture but i didn't see the video but i need to pull go that watch up. the video if you're listening go watch the video because it's fucking hilarious no, they need to and she was definitely sloshed 
Yeah, don't go watch a video yet. Listen to the show and then go watch a video. Actually, we'll post it on our page. <laughs> you can watch it on there. Cause <laughs> you, when you go to our page to watch it, then fucking like it, for Christ's sakes. Thank you. And leave That's a damn a great, comment. That yeah. is a great... Yes. Leave yeah. comments, even if they're stupid. I don't give a shit. We you might know I'm re- surprised at? We live in Texas and no one has ripped us yet. Very. Uh, yeah, we only had a couple. That was it. Yeah. What can I say, dude? Everybody loves us. The next day, though, I went into work and... Uh, uh, somebody had put Fox News on the TV, and uh, I just glanced up, but I'm like, oh, Jesus, I'm, I'm going to have to fucking change this really fast whenever I get on the clock. Um, but I noticed, like, their little tagline, it was, uh, Obama gets a second chance. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he just won pretty overwhelmingly, and it's like, they're they're trying to, like, any way to, like, slight the win. It's like, well... He's getting his second chance. We're giving it to him. no, no. You still voted for the other guy and lost. You're not giving him a second chance. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck does that statement even mean? <laughs> this is this is a point we should make too. Like, people didn't go to the you know the voting booth and go. You know what? I'll just give him a second chance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Romney would be like, great, but I really think that we should give Obama. Give a second me a break, chance. Fox News. Stick it up your ass. This is this is my point. Why don't we just go back to reading books and like smart things instead of watching that would the make goddamn us intelligent. TV? It's fucking. And retarded. then where would Fox News ratings go? I know, right? I don't have time for Listen, that. Listen seriously, if you're out there and you're listening and you you buy into these programs, please go and read things from like Ralph Waldo Emerson. From uh, Thoreau is a good one. Fucking Jonathan Swift, great satirical writer. Don't Please read Ayn Rand. Read. Do not read Ayn Rand. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Fuck that selfish bitch. At, read Atlas Shrugged and then write a the point, report on it. The point that posted on that, our page. No, to be fair, Ralph Waldo Emerson kind of was born with a silver spoon in his mouth and he never had to work for shit like Thoreau did. But and Ayn Rand, she was his, an atheist. She's just a fucking moron. Fair. A lot of his writing though is developed around this. I don't claim I'm anything. I don't claim I'm Christian. I don't claim I'm Democrat. I don't claim I'm Republican. And here's why. All of my thinking is done for me if I claim I'm anything. And that's true for your credibility. If everyone knew what I believed in just right off the get-go, you know what they do? They dismiss me. Oh, we dismiss you anyway. Don't worry about it. Well, fuck you. But the point is, you know, like if Eric starts making a point and he just goes on this long rant, everybody who knows Eric, well, yeah, he's just he's just some crazy-ass little faggot boy who doesn't like wow whoa, whoa dude I'm, I'm quoting people clearly Are you saying that with or without the dick in your mouth no that would be like, <laughs> God, sound like that one that's what i mean though is like you're dismissed for for being these your label these labeled yeah. things and that's the same thing that we would do frankly isn't it some christian makes a point and you're like eh, you know what you're stupid because you're christian this has been no real- actually i take all information in and i digest it and try and decipher it as best as i can it's just most of the points that they bring up are fucking retarded and are intangibles and cannot be proven and there's that old adage it's if you have a an argument that's based off of nothing sounds like someone's taking the leak if you have an (laughs) argument based off of nothing you can dismiss that argument with nothing i love trolling eric sometimes (laughs) it's so much fun I know what you're saying, but I but, the, but I do. I even I I purposely go out and I, and I read some of these uh, Christian literatures just to kind of figure out what their thought process is and to figure out what their arguments are, and it's all nonsense. None of it makes sense. None of it really holds up to anything, and that goes with a lot of stuff. I mean, see, but they're going to tell you you have to take. I it really want to do a, a, a quick little thing on astrology, not on this show right now, but maybe in a future show. But astrology cracks me the fuck up. 
speaking of religious stuff, this is kind of funny. This isn't really religious, religious, but since we're before we kind of go into the, actually the good things that came out of the election, which we need to get into. Um, this is one more negative fucking thing that came out of it. I was telling Eric, I didn't know if he had seen it or you maybe have heard it, but there's a few companies um, that. I saw this on your Facebook before company. Yeah, you saw it before the election. You know, I mean, not just this coal company, but there's a few others where the CEOs of these companies. I mean, these are uber rich guys who have all the goddamn money in the world, but they don't have enough. And God forbid they might have to pay a couple extra percent in taxes. So what they did was they basically put out emails or made statements to their their employees in their company, basically threatening them in a roundabout nice way, saying, hey, you know, if Obama wins, Ah, you know, we're just we're probably gonna have to cut back because we're just not gonna be able to afford to keep everybody. So this one asshole, his name's Robert Murray. He's the the CEO of this uh, Ohio-based uh, coal provider called Murray Engineering or Energy Corp. Sorry. And um, so as soon as Obama got fucking reelected, the next day he let go of 150 employees, and the layoff notices they sent out actually said on them that they blamed Obama's war on coal for the job cuts. And then he put out this thing. Um, he did like a staff meeting and put out this agenda and stuff. And what he called in the agenda for the meeting, he put out the text of it and the thing he called Murray's Prayer for America. And they put this out. <laughs> and then the prayer wrote, the American people have made their choice. They have decided that America must change its course away from the principles of our founders and away from the idea of individual freedom and individual responsibility, away from capitalism, economic responsibility, and personal acceptance. Then he concluded by asking God for his forgiveness for the layoff decisions. Oh, man. <laughs> so it's Obama's fault. Yeah. But then he's going to, at least he asked God's forgiveness because he knew he was raping his people. So Dude, he didn't, he didn't so want to kind of like wait and see what happened to, to lay off his people. He just, he, nope, fuck it all. It's all going to hell. No, he already knows because it's Obama's war on coal. That's, he's just preemptively cutting jobs. So. So he's a real douchebag. So that's my douchebag of the week. So that's not, Obama, even, that's so not like, sound business, even at. Well, I that's mean, the most irrational. Ple- I've, I, yeah. I don't even know what to say. Well, first off, you're not gaining any like benefit as far as your like your ideology because people are going to look at you and be like that fucking asshole. Oh yeah, and they're going to want to go against you, whatever you think. And then also, like, his employees, they're going to spread the word and be like, this fucking dickhead, fuck Republicans. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not it's not helping his cause at all. And then also, like, isn't Obama, like, a big supporter of the clean coal shit? He, he is. And that's one thing that kind of makes me crazy with him and any other politician because there's no By such the way, thing, there's no such thing coal. as clean coal. It's bullshit. So I have to, that's one thing that Obama's a I don't know if you guys know on. that. There's no such thing as clean coal. Oh, I know what, I know that. It's nonsense. It's but, a bunch of bullshit. So, do you know what they do, Boggs? Yeah, they inject it into the ground. Yeah. yeah. And then their assumption it. is we'll figure it out later. <laughs> Genius. That's clean, all right. So, to be fair, we probably will figure it out in like 200 years after we're all dead. Yeah. Well, yeah, we won't figure it out. So, Robert Murray, dick of the week. <laughs> Man, I got to say, that's what I was talking to you about on Facebook is like, uh, first, the, the most hilarious thing to this is, most job cuts like that, when it comes to like making an industry obsolete, or if it's like, you don't cut jobs because of fucking taxes. If you're getting taxed more, it's because you're making more fucking money. You want to be in a higher tax bracket. And that's all. That that's doesn't make really sense. what it comes down to. It's just these rich fuckers who just don't want to see their taxes go up a few percent. So. Yep. That's, uh, on the note of taxes, too, I want, I want to point this out to people, because I've, I've heard this argument before. Like, well, listen, if you tax them too much, they'll ship jobs overseas. 
honey, they're already doing that. Yeah. And a lot of the reason they do that is because of what we've talked about prior. Companies can own companies. So a lot of times they'll go to another country that doesn't fucking do taxes or doesn't have nearly as much, and they'll go, well, listen, guys, we had to pay this company a shit pile of fees for services that they provided us, and our income is like just terrible this year because they don't want to pay American taxes, and that's a write-off. But well, they still have the fucking money because they yeah. own the other company. Well, hopefully they, they can make some changes in the system. We'll see. I mean, I have hopes that now, since he doesn't have to run for re-election stuff. I mean, and- how dare we take you know just a little bit more money from the most wealthy of us and give it to people that are suffering the most? Like their employees who now I mean, don't how, have jobs? How dare us? Us damn atheists, because that doesn't sound like a Christian thing to do at all, does it? No, that sounds like something Christ would do. <laughs> hey, and we talked about it before, dude. Christ isn't a big, he wasn't a big fan of the rich and the money changers. He, the only time Christ ever rose up, according to the Bible, is when he kicked the money changers out of uh, the temple. He was so. pretty livid pissed, if I remember that story yeah. correctly. Yeah. Okay, let's let's get into the positive stuff. Yes. The positive stuff. Uh, first and foremost, I think... Uh, I mean, the the marijuana stuff is great, and uh, definitely some of the states that legalize gay marriage is also great. But I think a huge milestone and landmark in uh, American politics and just shows the shift of ideology in America and how these old bigoted bastards are, you're going to have to change. Otherwise, there's not going to be a place for you. Um, uh, Wisconsin, they voted in not only their first female senator, Tammy Baldwin, but she's also openly gay. Yep. So that's, that's awesome. fucking awesome. And I don't, I can't remember the exact number. I might be off. Is either like, oh my God, I think it was like six new house members, openly gay house members are voted in this time too. So, really? Yeah. So we had, I mean, before I think the only one that was really out was Barney Frank in yeah. Massachusetts. And he's, this was his final year. He said, fuck it, I'm out. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, why should that matter? It doesn't. It only matters because there's such an animosity towards those people to begin it, with. It, it matters because it because there's a lot of animosity it, towards it, those. Well, people it to forces begin with. the people that are bigoted towards them to sh- view them as people. It forces. Oh no, them to, God! Right to to show, hey, these are just normal people. They're not going to like go out and steal your children and turn you into a lustful cock monster <laughs> and all that shit. Like that's man, <laughs> I still love like, that. They're people. Just like everybody else, they just prefer the same sex. That's it. Yeah. That's the only difference. Tammy Baldwin will be good. She's she's really solid. I mean, she's a real smart woman. I think she'll be a great addition in the Senate. Very, very liberal, which I like. But, you know, she's really, really smart. I mean, I've I've seen her plenty of times. I mean, she's been an activist for years and stuff, and I think she's solid. So that was a great addition. Like Eric said, and then, of course, along those lines, you know, with um, the gay marriage, you know, after they had ran that shit, you know, 32 states had voted down legalizing gay marriage. And then in this election, we have three states that give it up. So I think Maine was the first one to get. Oh, no, Maryland. Maryland Maryland. went first. And that was a huge thing. Very first state to vote in. And then after that, Maine fell shortly. And then Washington got later. And then in Minnesota, they didn't have gay marriage passed, but they had. I guess the right had put up a thing, like one of those amendments that they had done for some of the state constitutions to basically make it illegal, and it got voted down. So, I mean, it's it that's kind of a win, too, you know, in a roundabout way if you think about it. So you had three states that solidly said, yes, we're, we want to allow equal rights to people, which is what the fucking Constitution has always said. And then, 
you know, like I said, Minnesota, they basically said, we're not going to let the bigots take this away. We haven't made up our mind on it yet, but we're not going to let you cancel it out at least. So I have to at least give some props to Minnesota for at least doing that. So, I mean, it's a, it's a good, it's a good sign, man. I mean, it's, I, it, it's small steps, but if you think about how far we've come just in the last few, I mean, hell, like we talked about this before. I mean, like the civil rights movement took place in the sixties. So, I mean, you just think it, it's just within the last 50 years, really or less, you know, blacks have basically been given just the basic rights that we all have had or should have had. So for them, and they're still fighting racism and everything else. I mean, even with Obama winning the presidency, I mean, it's, it's still, we got it, but you think women, they got uh, like the suffrage rights and stuff way before the blacks even. And yet you're still seeing them have a lot of issues and stuff. Like, I mean, now we just got the most, women elected in the Senate this time. Yep. I think we're up to like 20 women in the Senate. This is the largest, you know, the, um, you know, amount of women that's ever been there. So you're seeing strides across the board with women, you know, and with minorities and now on the gay agenda and stuff, it's starting to, you're starting to see them get the equal rights protections that they deserve. So, I mean, it's, it's progress, you know, it's slow and it's moving, but we're actually kind of, we're getting in that more liberalized country. And that's one thing I saw, Talking about Fox News, watching them, they're freaking out, you know. <laughs> and then, like the next day, because you know they've Gonna been cut so, their funding, their money. Well, they've been so against, you know. And one thing that killed them is the Hispanic vote. And the next day, I heard like Sean Hannity, a couple of these other guys going, like, "Maybe we need to think our stance on, you know, immigration now." It's like, oh, really? Because you fucking lost the Hispanic vote by like seventy percent, so now you want to rethink it? It's like you fucking dicks. Yeah. So on Tuesday, it was uh, Maryland, Maine, and Washington that approved uh, same-sex marriage. Yep. So, so you also have Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, New York, uh, Washington D.C. that all think, allow gay marriage. And I think so a, good for them. And a those. couple of them that voted it down voted it down back in, I mean, like in the Bush regime and stuff. Um, I, I have to think if they probably redid some of that now with the way that the perceptions changed, that a lot of those states they probably could get the flip by now. So yeah, the southern states would struggle severely, but that's no. Yeah, I was to say. I think the next step for <laughs> that's for, no for, for Texas, it's going to be like thirty years before that shit's legal. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, it's it's going to take that whole top generation to die out before they're like. I had somebody that was talking to me about enough. you know Texas succeeding and shit, and I'm like, if they succeed, I'm moving. Like fuck that, yeah. I'm not going to be in this fucking crazy ass. I state. saw. It. I saw an article where one of the state reps said something. He brought that shit up again, like the day after Obama won re-election, that we need to succeed. Hell I'm like, no, I'm not God doing damn, that shit. dude, why do we have to have the? I'll crazies? be lynched in a heartbeat. <laughs> but I mean, it's a good, like I said, it's a good thing. It's a positive step. I mean, you had Obama basically say that to the Justice Department, we're not going to defend the uh, Defense of Marriage Act anymore. And then, of course, they took away the don't ask don't tell which was a ridiculous policy because like i said i i was in the military and i know when i was in in the early 90s you know we had openly gay people and i mean they weren't open but we we knew they were gay yeah. you know and we didn't give a shit we got along with them just fine it was no big deal it really makes no fucking difference i think i brought it up when we went over that show about it you know they did the study the year after they did the repeal on it and they did all the study with the generals and they surveyed so many people in the service and asked them what differences made and no differences across the board it has not changed you know the structure of the military their readiness anything it's same as it fucking was same range which is like no shit that's because it's irrelevant it dude so fucking irrelevant well that and i think the 
the younger generations are a little bit more uh, apt. I mean, some of them, yeah, you know, they're born into very bigoted families, but I think a lot of them, because they're, there's a lot of uh, the gay community and entertainments now, and they just get inundated with that when they're early. So I think now, you know, most military people are a little bit younger, you know, especially infantry and stuff like that. And those are the people that would really be bothered by it because all that shit. Yeah, and, it, and the demographics are a lot more skewed. It's not even like it is on the outside. There's it's a lot more. There's a lot more minorities and different cultures and stuff in the military. It's it's a more diverse society than just like regular society where you have seventy oh, yeah. percent whites. I mean, believe me, I knew back at, back when I was in it was like that. I'm sure it's even more so now. So, I mean, it's it's a different it's a different totally different lifestyle and stuff. But those people, they they're a family. They work together. They live together. If they go to war together, they're gonna have each other's backs. It doesn't fucking matter. Well, even I found it funny um, that uh, kind of an acquaintance of mine and a buddy of Boggs, he's, he's in town, uh, Caleb. Mm-hmm. And uh, back when I knew him, he was like hardcore Christian. Like the kid had uh, one of the small little Bible books in his back pocket, like at all times. Yep. And the other day I mentioned something. I can't remember what it was, but it had something to do with gay rights. And I was flabbergasted when he was like, ah, just let them do what they want to do. I'm like, what? <laughs> when you get into the military and you... Like, he, I, I, I can't really speak for him that much because, like I said, he's just an acquaintance. He's not a good friend. But to me, that was a massive shift and change with him because the old Caleb that I knew would not have been down for any of that. He's... I don't know, man. It's really hard to judge him because he's... Uh... I mean, he still views himself as Christian, and he's... Oh, yeah, yeah. I know he's probably still, like, godly and all that stuff. But it seems like he's giving up some of that really just hatred towards people that are just trying to live their life. Pretty much, yeah. I think he just grew up, though. Like, I think the thing about Caleb is he got away from mom and dad. Exactly. And went to the military, and, you you know, when you tour the world, you kind of pick up shit like that. Yeah. You grow, you learn new things, you figure out different stuff, and... I've been watching a you lot of George have, Carlin since you showed me that. You don't have the influence of your... <laughs> On that uh, note. Yeah, George Carlin is fucking awesome. Did you remember his explanation of how he, he really tried to believe in God? Oh, yeah. It's like, I really tried, yeah. I really tried. <laughs> but when you live as long as I have, and you look around at this world, you go, something is fucked up. <laughs> that's that's like kind of no how God I think God wants that to went. put their stamp on this. Yeah, God's been sleeping on the job for a while now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the other thing he said. He's yeah. like, it, if we he know is, that God has to be a man. He's incompetent. Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, doesn't give a shit. That's his, <laughs> God, I love George Carlin. That's May my God right there. Peace. Yeah, it's, it's so sad that somebody like that had to go, but... Well, we he he definitely go. gave us gold for many, many years. How did he, did he die natural causes? Yeah, heart attack or? Um, I can't remember exactly how he died, but um, I don't, Google I don't know. He, he was old. Google that <laughs> shit. Maybe a car crash. That would be hilarious. No, right? it was not a car crash. <laughs> it wasn't that. Why, he, why he's Googling the death of George Carlin so we find out how he passed on. I think it was a natural causes. I think. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. The other thing that was a big one in Eric brought up was the passing of, uh, you know, the legalization of marijuana for personal use in Colorado and Washington. Washington. So fucking Washington went off, dude. They passed gay marriage and legalized pot. Kudos to fucking Washington. Yeah. So Washington's probably. I have a feeling the Seattle population will probably be expanding 
and then like a Air, <laughs> right. Air, Air Saint Colorado will be a nice. You know, everybody likes to go to Colorado anyway. It's a, it's a lovely area. You know, I mean, I went there last spring. We took the family trip, went to the Rocky Mountains, and I read this, and I, I told Eric I read this, and I was just like, it's such an obvious joke, but yet I'm still stupid, and I giggled when I read it. And this the Denver Post thing, they had an article about the passing of the you know the uh, personal use, and said the Rocky Mountain High just got a whole lot higher. With the passing of Amendment 64, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, God damn, dude, I get suckered in, man. It's just such a corny fucking joke, and I just fucking still laugh at it. But yeah, I mean, so same night, dude, Colorado and Washington passed those initiatives, and uh, basically all it's going to do is, you know, just regulate it, the sales and use of it. Um, they'll start taxing. Carry up to an ounce, is that right? You know, I read it somewhere, and I can't remember if it was like I one. I think it's like an ounce. It, I think it was. It was a real small amount, like one or two ounces. I mean, yeah. it's supposed to be personal use. So, you know, you still can't tote around like a fucking brick of goddamn pot and, try, you know. But, I mean, really, for personal use, you don't need more than an ounce anyway, so. I don't know, Eric. I mean, you're the uh, expert on the show. Uh, but anyway, uh, George Carlin died at 71 from heart failure, FYI. Yeah. Natural causes. Your heart went out. It was pretty funny. I mentioned him to somebody. Uh, I think it was Joe. And, like, without skipping a beat, Joe was like, oh, well, he took a lot of drugs. Yeah, he probably did early on. So that completely dismisses all of his arguments? No, yeah, of course it does. No, don't probably, think so, motherfucker. Might explain why he had a heart attack at 71. <laughs> don't of, fucking think so. It could just be that he was 71. He could, yeah. have, he could have lived, like, at least three or four more years. If he I know, that's, funny, but that's somehow an argument. <laughs> oh, well, he took a lot of drugs. Okay. And who fucking has it besides me and Boggs? I mean, like, we looked at the stats, smoking pot alone, like, what, 40, almost 50% of uh, the Americans have smoked pot? Well, I, th- I found it funny whenever, you know, both Washington and Colorado, they legalized the uh, use of marijuana. Uh, a lot of the Christian religious zealots out there went crazy and said, oh, it's going to be easier for kids to get weed, blah, 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 blah. And then lawmakers are like, um, actually, no, it's going to make it harder for them to get it. God, people are so stupid. That's true. But that's just it's how it make is. It, like, I it, know, because they, fe- they, f- they feel that because it's available. It, it already it, is available. But, it is, but here's the deal. It's available right now, and they don't give a shit if they give it to kids because the penalties are the same. Yeah. yeah. And you may as well get, if, if the kids are interested in that shit, go for it. Because you're making money, and it's the same shit as if you get caught doing it to anybody yeah. else. But honestly, like... You, <clears throat> but now, if the you walk into the store, the streets, they're like, are you 18? No. Well, you don't get pot. Sorry. It's just like selling alcohol. It's going to be 21. It'll be just like sure, booze. Whatever. Yeah. They're making it the, 21. I mean, but the people on the streets, I mean, like... That's fine, They're, they're going to run out of business. They're not going to have it. Because where would you rather go? Would you rather go to some guy that you don't know on a corner? Mm-hmm. Who, and who knows where that pot came from? That's or if it's go. laced with anything. More than likely, it came from Mexico from one of the drug cartels. Or do you want to go to a licensed regulated business business probably like that you know it's going to be a safe product pot at walgreens (laughs) not only that but like i was telling him i would not doubt if they start like rating the thc levels and just like they do with beer they show the abv and all that stuff and they have like different descriptions for it would you want to go there or would you rather go to the guy on the street that's just going to give you whatever he's got in his pocket and you're just going to hope that it's not laced with anything this is you're going to go to the store that's legit Right. They're going to run them out of business. This is why we've talked in, in uh, fuck the first episode, episode one, when we're talking about <laughs> economics like yeah. that. Anytime that there's an illegal activity like this, it, like it, it's it's kind of like the argument saying like, 
you know, like raising the uh, the uh, drinking age to 21 kept alcohol out of high schoolers' hands. No, it fucking didn't. Not at all. When I was in high school, I got fucking drunk all exactly. the time. Exactly. If that's the point, the point of that is some they're of them getting were provided by parents. Exactly. Yeah. Well, every time I went to a party, it was like, "Hey, me your keys first, and the parents would like take my keys or whatever. But yeah, I yeah, still, yeah. I still got trashed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I still like, am, I ended up in like the yard next door or some shit like that, and I didn't have my pants. But that's another story for another day. Anyway, Why do I believe that. Anyway, not the point. Um, my ass is. But sore. the point is. That's not what happened. You <laughs> fucking did. Let me finish my you, goddamn story. You left it open. Just saying. The point was is uh, literally. Uh huh 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 huh. Why do I have blood on my underwear? I didn't have underwear, but that's not the point. <laughs> there anyway, we, easy access. There we go. Anyway, so, and uh, I had it doesn't matter. So anyway, um, the He's all flustered. <laughs> I am flustered. I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. I <laughs> good. Let's move on. No. Oh, yeah. But the point is, is they're already getting all of these things. Yes. You know, and, and at the very least, like, what the fuck are you going to do about that? You know what I mean? Well, at the very least, if it's regulated, there's some sort of punishment you can establish. There's lawsuits, all sorts of shit. If it's a pharmaceutical thing, you know how they do, like, I don't know, like all the, uh, the prescription shit, if it's wrong or if you have side effects from that, there's legal action to be taken. Who the fuck is going to show up at your lawyer's de- uh, door and be like, hey, he, he laced my pot with something, and I don't yeah. know what it was, but it, it I, I have like this weird like uh, heart arrhythmia now, and I can't feel my left testicle. Can mm. you sue him? He's going to go, no, because it's illegal. Now I'm going to call the police because you've just made me yeah. have to. And I woke up my neighbor's yard with no pants and underwear on, and my ass was sore. <laughs> my ass was not sore. No, but I mean, yeah, there's no negatives I can really see about it. It's regulated. It'll be taxed. It'll be taxed out the ass. Yeah, I mean, there. this is a projection. I don't know about California, but Washington is taxing it three times. Damn. The producer, seller, and buyer. That's because it's going to sell. Well, exactly. Colorado, yeah. they did some projections, and they're saying the first year alone, it could generate... It's very broad, but they're saying between five and twenty-two million. It just depends how fast they get it, in and how many places will pick it up. Because like yeah. you're saying, it, very if, if Walgreens this. decides they want to sell it or not, but they're they're estimating by 2017 that it could be a boost of almost sixty million dollars in the economy. By the year. way, gentlemen, this might be the only time you and I like Walmart because I think what'll end up happening is if they see these states go you know, boost a bunch of sales because let's face it, the drug industry right now is an industry that is completely under the radar and it is in the trillions. Yep. It just, that's just true. They make a so, shitload of money. Yeah. So if, if you make pot legal Big like pharma, that in uh, two or three states and they, and Walmart looks at their stats and goes, man, they are making a killing in those states. You know what they're going to do? They're going to lobby to legalize drugs so Walmart <laughs> can sell it in their pharmacies. They'll just get China to grow it though for <laughs> Yeah, that will take over the cartels. <laughs> no shit. But, hey, you know, that's the thing is you don't have cartels if it's legal. Because then they just turn into corporations. I don't They're know. Just Walmart like, still has sweatshops. I like this one thing. I that mean, that's not really an American thing, but, yeah, that's true. They do the have sweatshops. The director of the campaign to regulate marijuana. I'm not saying they're awesome. Yeah. I'm saying that it's better than not. He put out a statement after it went. He said, today the people of Colorado have rejected the failed policy of marijuana prohibition. And isn't that what it is? Yep. I and mean, that's yes, all it's that's ever been. Absolutely, it's a prohibition. Same thing as when they did alcohol. It's like we talked about before. That was the rise of the mafia and then organized crime yes. and blah, blah, blah. It's no different. Now you have all the gangs on the street. You, ta- it, you regulate it, provide it, 
you know, out there, make it legal, tax it, and then, you know, it pretty much ended mo- most organized crime. I mean, there's still some nonsense, but, you know, at least on that side of it, you're going to take out most of this gang bullshit. And it will, like Eric said earlier, it's going to hurt the cartels. I mean, substantially, which I mean, is also right benefit. Now. Washington and Colorado themselves cannot really hurt the cartels. No, oh, it's no, going to be like a, a smidgen. But if it was nationwide, yeah, I'm, hell I'm, yeah. I'm saying overall, yeah. If it, it was me, though, shit what ends up happening is they have so much money in the cartels right now, they just fucking sign up for a business and sell it. Or that. Because they have or supply chains. force the cartels yeah. to play nice. And see, here's the thing, though. If America does that, I think the next step is Mexico has to follow suit. Because then here's the thing. Because you can... It's, it's just like when you go out and buy t-shirts. You know, if, if you are really concerned about the, uh, the way that your t-shirt is made um, and who produces it, you're going to do your research. You're going to find out, okay, this person I can buy t-shirts from. I can't buy t-shirts from Walmart because they use sweatshops in China. It's the same thing. If they use dirty business practices, people aren't going to buy. People are going to say no. And actually, a lot of that stuff is getting really popular. I mean, you look at food with GMOs. People are actively looking for things that don't have GMOs in them. Um, and that's a big business. Uh, you also have people that are looking for stuff that doesn't have high fructose corn syrup in it. Uh, goes with clothing lines. I mean, everything. They People actively look for things that are produced... Uh, well and are uh, have fair and equal treatment for their workers and employees across the globe yep. and the same thing would happen with marijuana you yeah you'd probably have the you know the cheap stuff that you can buy that's got a really low thc level it gets you buzzed for like five minutes but that's about it and uh it's going to come from uh, some shitty ass cartel in mexico or you can go to a uh, locally owned shop that produces their own stuff that's got a really high thc level that's going to get you high for a while uh, yeah, it's going to cost you a little bit more, but you know exactly where it's coming from. Well, America is definitely one to pay premiums. Yeah. Oh, certainly. I mean, shit. Look now, the funny thing about that is uh, we pay premiums on a lot of dumb shit like race, but whatever. Yes. That's actually something we argued about in uh, economics class one time I was in there. We were talking about how uh, there's two different mindsets. There's a consumer theory and then a producer theory. And, like, first off, you can't have, like, discrimination in the workplace because... Uh, it forces you to pay premiums for your labor because you're paying premium prices for labor that isn't the race you don't like. Because gotcha. you'd rather pay more for the white worker than the black worker. Yeah. And like, if you're doing that, you're going to go out of business. Well, the shitty thing about that is that's not true because the consumer theory is more correct. The consumer theory is if you're willing to pay a premium because you don't have to deal with the black attendant, you'll go there every time. Period. That is the shitty truth of America. Yep. Tisk tisk. Bigoted assholes. <laughs> yeah. But as we pointed out, there are some signs that some things are starting to slowly change. Some things are change. changing. So and it'll, man, it'll, I mean, 50 years from now, it probably, <laughs> I hope, God, I hope, everything we're talking about. If everything hasn't relevant. collapsed, <laughs> then we're still standing. But so next yeah, week, we'll don't be, be surprised if we're broadcasting really stoned off our ass in Colorado. <laughs> I was going to say, man, I, that'll be my, when it goes completely legal, that's when I'll do it the first time. Then I, then I'll feel good about myself. You've actually never done it? No, I've never done one drug in my life. The one time I came close, well, I was you a, drink alcohol. That's a drug. Okay. Well, you drink caffeine, right? I've never Which, done. By the way, something you should say to Joe later is don't I've you never, do drugs because you drink alcohol. I've never done an illegal drug. There you go. How about that? So, there you go. 
So even when pot becomes legal, then I do it, then I can still say I've never done it. Everybody drug. takes drugs. Yeah. Everybody does. I was going to say, don't worry about it. They're injected into all of our food that we eat now. So <laughs> right. You don't really, you're not really getting by with it. But So, Boggs, what do you, why are you giving me the finger over there a second ago? I was telling you how much time we had left. Yeah, I, I was trying to not doing the do time it management over the shit. air, you fucker. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Coming from the man that just like up and abandoned us last uh, week whenever Christina had to leave. I know. I was walking out to her car. Oh, he's such it was a gentleman. Broad daylight, like nothing's gonna fucking happen. Well, to be and fair, it's not we've like talked I'm about a, your neighborhood before. It's not <laughs> nobody's died in the past like year. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, but the last one who did die was murdered. So there's uh, that one yeah, person. Yeah, but that was I. I, I it think was That was either. Was uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's domestic because they didn't rob her. They just went up and shot her. It had to be domestic. Jesus. It's fucked up. Had to be domestic. <laughs> so that has nothing to do with the neighborhood. That's that's that could happen anywhere. It's that could happen in the richest of neighborhoods. That's true. Yeah. Bogs. Okay. I don't know why that <laughs> the so, fuck? So anyway. <laughs> God damn it. We're, we're at an hour, so there's that. Alright, well we so we've had uh, so this is a, our good election recap show. Even after we say we don't we'd probably do a little bit on the election last week and then we'd be done with it and we kind of lied well we did have another subject but you wanted to do this well so. i figured that Here we are i figured that uh, we didn't plan it out well enough and you know we only want to bring quality to our listeners and i didn't want to come with some subpar shit like this is quality that we brought to you guys today <laughs> and like normally next week we're going to have awesome topics again we're going to talk about um how religious people are destroying the world. Like we pretty much talk about almost every other topic show. No, no. Yeah. Nothing new there. No, but we're going to, we're going to discuss, we're going to do it in a warring sense about war and um, why they're fought. And I'm going to kind of take a little bit of a different route too, and kind of spin on it as far as the economics of it a little bit. Are we going to bring up holy wars? Yeah. Okay. We're going to do that. And I, I do have some stuff. We could have done a little bit today, but I told Eric, I think that's one of those shows we might actually be able to do two parts on that because I think there's we could go a couple of different ways. So you guys, uh, we'll discuss it, and then you'll get what you get next week, and you'll like it. <laughs> that's pretty much the way it's going to be. Well, we didn't even mention this. This is uh, episode 10. Yes. Big milestone for us. It could have been episode 11. 11. <laughs> oh, rest episode in peace. 10. Rest in peace, lost episode. Technically, it is episode 11 since we have a part A, part B, and episode no, 3. No, that's, that's episode 3 altogether. It's just two parts. Yeah, we just cut it because most people aren't going to for two hours plus and listen to one of these. Well, that and it won't fit on a CD. And then it won't fit on the CD. That's the, that's the real issue. <laughs> that, that's the main reason <laughs> like, why we did it. God damn it, this is not going to work. <laughs> but um, All right, my chorus out. Okay, well, we're going to finish this one off with... Um, now, I know for the handful of people who might have been tuned in and actually listened to the interview I did with Dollar Rods, I want to say one thing before we play this, that um, I was a little nervous, and you're going to catch a little bit of fucking mumble mouth and a little bit of uh, shake voice at the beginning, but there's two reasons for that. One of them you was... You got all starry-eyed. Well, I did because I, I have love for Kelly, and but also, um, in order to get the interview, she made me uh, get naked and I had to do it in my in the buff and she was staring at my peanut the whole time. It was very uncomfortable, so I just want to point that out. His peanut. <laughs> throwing that out there, Eric. No, I'm just fucking... Them's jokes, man. We know I got a uh, fucking... What do I got, Eric? A uh, stack of dimes. God damn you. It's supposed to be <laughs> a stack of quarters. Damn it. I right now, Eric, I, I love you more than I ever have before. 
So anyway, like I said, this <laughs> fuck you both. Um, this Wednesday, I had the the pleasure of getting to sit down with um, Lewis and Kelly, the Dolly Rots, and so we they gave me as much time as they possibly could. I know they would have loved to spend more time with me because we were having you know. It was just like old friends, man. We're just sitting. All right, so we'll play the interview, and then uh, we'll whore ourselves out a little bit more. Yep. Here it comes, bitches. Enjoy. Hey, boys and girls. I'm here with Kelly and Lewis of the Dolly Rots. They've been generous enough to give me time to do an interview, which this is my first and maybe my last. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) No, it's not your last. It may be. (laughs) First of all, I kind of want to get into the basic shit that you guys always get, but I want to start... I kind of, I think I have a film where you guys stand, but what do you guys think about the election last night? Well, we were in Arkansas. We were on stage at 10 p.m. And we went, woo! Yeah, Yeah. we asked for updates in between every song, and really we should have just asked if we could, like, not play for another hour. We didn't, like, we listen to a lot of talk radio because we, like, we drive around a lot, right? So we don't exactly want to listen to music all the time, right? So we'll listen to, like, AM radio, and it was basically, like, In Arkansas that day, it was the worst. It isn't even in Arkansas. Like, all talk radio is basically (sighs) saying, like, at that point, like, that, like, Romney's going to landslide Obama. And, like, to be honest we're like we're left-leaning people like that's just like our nature and we believe in like certain things like there are certain things and we respect other people I'm a woman she's a woman (laughs) and we're we're like we're like a female centric band so that's just kind of the way it went down and we felt really good about it so I'm I'm, When, when you woke up this morning what did you think I thought it was all a really good dream. Yeah. I was yeah, like, so. wait, did that really happen? And it did. And so, like, even if even if he can't get anything done over the next four years, because obviously he's going to get caught blocked by, like, the other side, um, at least we're going to get, like, a pretty good Supreme Court for the next 20 years, and we're going to get other good stuff, like, that retains, like, whatever. Let's stop talking about politics. <laughs> but, sadly... It seems like the country is divided exactly in half, and I just wish it would separate in half, and we could all live our way, and everyone else could live their way, and no. it, it, it would be very nice. So, <laughs> I believe in the idea that people should just, like, come together and stop being divided by all these, like, crazy people on the far right or the far left that make us feel like we're, like, so divided. We're not so divided, dude. We are so divided. No, Certain we're people, not that divided. No, they, it's, it's core beliefs that... Those people can't people. budge on. Those are crazy people. Well, I the crazy stand, people are the loudest. <laughs> I stand behind the idea that those are crazy people. The people that yeah. divide us are crazy people. I agree. Fine. I agree. Enough about that. <laughs> I do. Well, that was. T- I was just trying to be topical because I had last night. I didn't want to get you guys fighting over it here. No blood was drawn. I just want to make a mention uh, of that. This is bleeding, just so everyone knows. <sighs> just a little scratch. Bleeding from my nose. Another thing. Um, the reason I brought that up is because I'd read before about how you guys, after the 2000 election, yeah. that's how you guys kind of made up your mind. You're like, yeah. fuck it, let's go for it because this may be the end. And I, I I didn't feel that way after 2000. 2004, I did. I thought the country was done. But um, I was wondering now, on the new album, of course, you guys did it through Kickstarter. Yeah. And I know previously you've been on Blackheart 
uh, records. Now, I mean, what was the decision? Was that was a mutual thing to leave that, or was that one of those things where you just found it was best and due it, to the like, independent route? Like Blackheart, first of all, for the record, Blackheart didn't drop us. But like we, we had um, a really great relationship. We with had them. a really we good. Learned re so we much. learned a ton from just playing with Joan Jett, seeing the way that she does what she does. We respect the shit out of her organization. We. Um, we're so grateful to them for teaching us how to be a band, how to really be a band. And like, I think we took a lot of the lessons that we learned from being on that label, like forward in terms of like trying to start our own label. Yeah, Joan Jett didn't need a record label. She has her own record label, and because that's the only way that you can really be a band and be like a, a really good small business. Like you, you have to actually own the art that you make. And so we figured after 10 years, maybe we could make that happen. And thank God we actually have amazing fans that blew our minds. And Kickstarter was a great success, way, way we, more amazing than we had any we didn't, idea We didn't of. know Kickstarter. Yeah. We left the label and we, um, you know, it was all very amicable and very cool, but we didn't know that Kickstarter was going to happen. And then Kickstarter happened and it was like, holy moly, our fans totally blew our minds. Like, we, like, surpassed our goal on the first day, and we ended up making four times as much in pledges from our fans. And we ended up, like, sending out, like, locks of Kelly's hair. Like, <laughs> yeah. we made cookies for our fans. We're writing songs for our fans. We, we did all these things. I, like, I gave away my favorite guitar, you know. And it just ended up being like the most amazing thing because it's like we own our record, but our fans get little pieces of us. Yeah, yeah and I, I'll admit, you know, I actually did donate to that when I saw it out, and I did notice you guys hit your goal extremely fast on it. I was, I was pretty proud. I, I have to admit, I got the album, and you know, I didn't know doing it independent and stuff because I mean I've had friends, and of course, you know, some of the bands like local bands I've heard this before, and you never can't tell. I, I have to admit, I was really impressed. I thought this was your best produced sounding album. I mean, I, I thought the yeah. sound out was the best. And I was wondering, is this is this something you plan to continue, or if another like a larger label came, would you um, want to do that? I don't think we, we want to be, be part. We don't want to be on a label no. ever. We we want to continue <laughs> down this path. Like I don't I don't think I think the labels are you know investors. They shouldn't be called labels. They should be called investors yeah. because what they do is they invest in you, but then you end up owing them more than you will ever gain from the project you know and as a as like a working musician you have to be able to retain ownership of what you do like uh, like you create something you should you should own it and I, I like we've had a, a lot of success in licensing our music to film and TV and I think a lot of people have kind of the wrong idea of where our band might be because in all honesty like we get these amazing licenses but because we don't own our music we don't really we don't reap the monetary benefits of that that's something I just wanted to ask because I know you guys have a lot of, like I mean I know you guys had the Coles commercial and like recently my son Brave. yeah I was gonna say because shit right yeah my son came in he's like Daddy goes, the commercial's on for the Brave movie, and they're playing the Dolly Rods. Yeah. yeah. You know what's weird about that? Like, for the Brave thing, we're really grateful for it, and we think it can reach a lot of people, and we think it fits what they're trying to do. It's like a female protagonist yeah, it's really, really movie, cool. and it's amazing. But we've 
we received zero dollars for that so really. far. <laughs> you know, and I don't like, think we'll I get our BMI money from like the performance of it and things. But the way that the music business works. Like, yeah, we don't own that recording. That's why we re-recorded because I'm awesome. Uh, okay, you know? that makes sense. That's why we did that so that we can own a version of that song, and I think that that's just the way that you have to be like going forward as an artist you know you have to own your art yeah that's I mean, the way we, it was we went to college days. we both have biology degrees but like fucking shit if I have to go get one of those jobs like I want to be a band and so if it means like we have to get scrappy and do it on our own that's what we're going to do I know this is a few years back, but this is, I mean, not really a lot, the same veins with the music, but when you guys did the CSI episode, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I was always curious, how did that come about, and how was that experience? It was completely random, like, we, this amazing guy, John Anderson, has believed in our band since we first moved to Los Angeles, and he just, he got this, like, email one day, I was like, looking for female bass players, and he called me, he's like, Kelly, just go on this, like, Hollywood audition just go I bet you'll nail it you'll nail it and I was like John I, I'm not an actress I can't do this stuff I can't do this he's like shut up just go and so I was like oh my god so like I show up to this audition and it was all these like super hot like Hollywood actress chicks dressed up as chicks in bands so it was like all these like thigh high boots and mini skirts and I was wearing like ripped ass jeans and an old t-shirt and I brought my bass and so I sat in the audition room and I obviously chugged like a whole bunch of beers right before I went in and it was like 11 in the morning and and they were like, well, can you play us a song? You brought your bass. And I was like, well, basses don't really, you can't really hear it. It's not plugged in. But sure, I'll, I'll play you a song. I think you played out so of L.A. So I played, yeah, I played them our song out of L.A. And they are like, will you come back tomorrow and do the same thing? And I was like, okay, whatever. I was like, but listen, here's my CD. And my band is awesome. And if you listen to these two songs, I think they could really work. And so I pretty much convinced them to use our band. But we had to have like a professional actress be the actual murderer. So that's why our, our drummer at the time, Amy, is pretending to play guitar <laughs> on that okay. episode. Yeah, yeah. That's a story. But so it's really I, kind of funny. It, it was like, <laughs> it made sense, though. Like in That's why we moved to L.A. We grew up in Florida. We started the band in Florida. But in order to have opportunities like that, we had to move to a bigger city and to a place where, like, random things like that could come up. Like, all of the things that have happened good for our band have come from relationships that we've nurtured, like, just organically from meeting people and, and being good people. But it's not even, like, we don't, like, on purpose nurture relationships. We, like, we hang out with our friends and yeah. people that we like. And if somebody's able to help us, they help us. And if we're, somebody, if we're able to help somebody else, we help them. You yeah. know, it's, like, it's very... I know it seems like Los Angeles is like a soulless city. You know? I, it was and the last place on the whole fucking earth I wanted to move, and now it's really hard for me to imagine ever leaving it. Like, it, it's not... It's a small town. Yeah. It really is a small town, and I think we all, like, vouch for each other. Like, all the, all the bands and people and whatever that we met in the scene there, like, we just... We love being people there because... People work hard, and they care about what they do, and... 
like sure they're sycophants but it's a small minority of you just the have to people. ignore the people <laughs> that are trying to be famous you know because yeah. they're a bunch of assholes they're well, you stupid. know there are those people in every small town on the whole planet yeah, you, like, you know like in every small matter. town there's like two or three people that just want to be like notable the same thing in Los Angeles we just ignore them because they're like the worst they're against art they're against music like we just like we stick with the people that believe in like creating things to make other people happy and that's what we do and I think there are a lot of people in LA that do that I do too yeah when you're talking about just one quick thing I kind of want to get on the about you know working with friends and stuff um you know, doing dates with like Joan Jett and the Go Go's. I imagine, especially for yeah. you, you know, being female. Those, I mean, they're like icons of rock for yeah. females and stuff. I mean, what was that experience? I mean, so far, would you say that was maybe the biggest experience for you touring with somebody like that, um, or do you like doing the smaller things? I know, like, I'm a big Bowling for Sioux fan. They're hometown here in Dallas, you know, and I know you guys seem to have built like quite my, a relationship with brothers. them. They're my brothers. I grew up having like it's just me and my little sister, and then I always had like really good friends but yeah bullying for soup has taken us on as family and that honestly is probably the biggest thing that's happened as a band like they took us to the UK twice now and even just touring with them it seems like the fan overlap really works for us um, but obviously playing with Joan Jett or the Go-Go's like it it meant so much to me because I grew up listening to them and idolizing them, of course. And I just sometimes when you when you meet people that you've looked up to, like you're kind of worried that it could be a disappointment. And in all honesty, it's been really, really cool. Like Joan is incredible. The Go Go's are incredible. Every one of them are as cool as you ever hoped that they would be. I think like being in a band, like the what you can wish for and what you can hope for is to just have people around you that support what you do and that are part of your family that you can call part of your family and it's like if you're going to start a band you have to be in a band with people that you trust and people that you like consider your brothers and sisters and Bowling for Soup like have become our brothers and they're you know they've really done so much for us in terms of just allowing us to go places and do yeah. things that we couldn't have done on our own and we're super grateful to them but we're also like you know we feel like we're, we're part of their family and it's great and now that you've talked them up i want to get you to say something <laughs> bad about them no no i was wondering now i know how they are and so i've talked especially with eric and stuff eric's a good dude um I know they're kind of wild and stuff, so do you have any like X-rated type stories you could tell me about these trip over to UK that might have went down? Come on, you can uh, spill the dirt, because literally I, I, we... I, 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 I think like... the second night, I know that we were all in our underpants, no tops, no bras. Yeah, pictures. And uh, we were, <laughs> I remember waking up the next Once day and I was like, like why do my hands smell like feet? And I didn't remember until I started drinking again, and then slowly, like, the last night's memories started flooding back in, and I was like, oh, my God. We sat on the bus in our underwear and gave foot rubs to each other, didn't we? And we did. We just sat across each other in underwear. Like, everybody, like, I was wearing these, like, pink penguin underwear that my mom brought me because I was like, Mom, I'm out of underwear, I'm out of underwear, and she brought me these ugly underwear. Um, But we were just sitting across from each other, feet up, massaging each other's feet for, like, 
I don't even know you're how not, long. You're not telling me about whiskey nipple. Oh, yeah, Chris whiskey Bernie, nipples is yeah. thing. I licked whiskey off of Chris <laughs> Bernie's nipples. So, yeah, there's also yeah. a game where we rub whiskey on, on the boy nipples, not mine. I have not participated in whiskey nipple, obviously. <laughs> All right. Okay, I guess we gotta go. Yeah, I guess you're. This was so fun. Yeah, unfortunately, we have to wrap it up. I want to thank you guys very much for this. I totally appreciate it. Of course. All right, hope you enjoyed that interview. Yeah, Michael's jerking off. Yeah, sorry for the abrupt ending on that, but like I said, they had to go because, you know, they're rock stars and they had to get to the next city and uh, entertain the masses. So. We definitely want you guys to, uh, you can go to the website, dollyross.com. Check out when they're going to be torn. They're about to wrap up this stint, so they're probably going to take a little bit of a break because they just got back from the U.K. and doing a few shows over here. But uh, definitely check out their new album. And I don't know. Stay tuned uh, because we are working on a uh, theme song, me and Boggs. Yes, yes. I do want to say a big thank you I, next week we might use another KK or Dolly Rod song for the opening but we are working on original Boggs is a musical talent which I guess you guys have probably heard a little bit of that now last couple of shows and they're putting together a genius uh, opening theme to the song for so I uh, definitely want to give a big shout out to the Dolly Rods and KK for allowing us to use their music uh, for the last few weeks and stuff and like I said we might for another week or so until we get this fucking thing finalized up and run it. But uh, they are our co-bands of the show, and we really appreciate them allowing us to use their tunes. You know what we might have to do? I mean, not to be a complete dick about not doing the war episode, but we might have to do a little bit on uh, Thanksgiving coming up and how we just completely lied to to. an entire race of people and fucked them over. Oh, yeah, dude. Thanksgiving We haven't even thought about that. Yeah, that's true. We should do that episode. We might have to do that next week. Yeah, forget what I said about the war. Fuck war. We're going to (laughs) do Thanksgiving show next week. Yeah. So we could talk about more what, reasons God. to love Whitey. I, yeah. I love the holidays, guys. I just love the holidays. Why, why the white man is fucking awful. And uh, but hey, I'm German, dude. We came over way after that shit happened, so it's not my goddamn. It's not my folks. They didn't. Do I'm a it. mutt, so I'm kind of everything. Yeah, so it's not on me. German, Irish. I do have Apache in me, so there you go. So, you're, so you're just a fucking asshole in 700 different ways. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm lost on that one. I mean, you're saying because he's got Apache and he's an asshole? I know. Sounds a little racist. And white. It's not like I go around scalping people. And probably black in there, too, somewhere. I don't know about that. That, that, would, explain, that would explain the curly arm hair. I was going to say, I've got some kinky I do have royalty hair. in my blood, too. Oh. oh that's German really, royalty. Uh, there we go. That's really not important at all. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking dick. <laughs> anyway, pour us out, damn it. All right, well, we already did it at the beginning of the show this time, remember? Do it again. I didn't well, you didn't like pour out the beer did. money. Oh, yes, yes, please. When you guys, <laughs> you got to, I mean, literally, I came over here tonight. Eric only had like four beers left in his fridge. How the fuck are we supposed to put on a show when we only get the drink, like three or four beers? That's not going to happen. So please, please, God, go to our, the, go to our webpage. Please, listen, fictional baby Jesus. Yes, listen to every please, one of our podcasts. Christ. Right shitty comments on it like our facebook add us on twitter all that fun stuff and leave a few bucks for us well you look let's just be honest kids a dollar two dollars anything will help we're going to be like those preachers those televangelists you know just send a couple dollars in it goes to a very good cause (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, whatever we get, we'll take uh, like at least 10% of it. And when we go to 7-Eleven to buy the beer, we'll put it in that little jar that goes to like Jerry's kids or something. Although Jerry's not doing it anymore. Uh We'll just give it to whoever the fuck's running that thing. We'll just give it to them. So you're not only providing us with the beer to make the show more entertainment value for you, but it's also helping those children. So just think of it that way. You're doing doing good for society. Also, uh, comment on the link below here. Uh, and tell us if you want us to make t-shirts because we're down for making t-shirts. Hey, man, if we got enough people actually saying stuff to us and sending us some comments back, we could throw up some goddamn shirts and some bumper stickers I've already got a model who wants to do just the shirt. Mm. I, I see wet t-shirt contest that night. Is that me with, like, my scrotum hanging down? No. Oh. <laughs> it would no. be, like, bogged past no, out of your like... no pants and underwear, just a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> We should totally make a shirt of that. <laughs> Just we'll blur his little section out <laughs> and fucking post it up on the goddamn web. Then we can um, we can have it to where it's just a, a, a shot of me. But never mind, I can't even say this. Oh, on air. Right. I don't even, oh, I don't want to say this okay. on air. All right, peace out. All right, peace out, bitches. I'm Boggs. This is Michael, and that's Eric. And we're signing out. Bye.